Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. This time, talking with a couple of local ladies who are doing great things locally and hoping to take it national. Let's talk about it. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Olivia and Sarah Sears. You guys are the co-founders of the BuzzCut app. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. yeah. So no, so BuzzCut, what is it? It's coming out this summer, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're planning to get things live by June. Um, that's our kind of goal date. In the meantime, we are working with an app developer to get things going um, on the development side. We're in kind of the stage one right now, but... Um, yeah, BuzzCut's an app that'll make it easier to find non-alcoholic drink options at bars and restaurants. And so, you know, no matter the reason for someone choosing not to drink for the evening or, you know, in general for their life, um, they're able to access a place that has options that they're looking for, you know, adult options um, when they're going out with their friends. Is it hard to find non-alcoholic drinks now? It is. Yeah. Especially because, you know, the definition of non-alcoholic drinks varies depending on where you go. Right. So um, uh, there's like this back and forth exchange that can kind of happen that can be awkward or, or, you know, funky when you're just with your friends and you want to order something just like they're ordering something, you know, so this, the app kind of takes the guesswork out of knowing that there's something that you enjoy that they have at the place you're going to. Yeah, and, exa- and some examples of that is, you know, essentially, the again, that interpretation of what non-alcoholic beverage means, uh, in some instances, when asking could mean, oh, like a soda or water. However, there are now so many different options of uh, NA beverages that are just a little bit more, I would say, elevated. elevated. Yeah, so being able to ask for a, a really great NA beer or a mocktail uh, made with some amazing NA uh, alternatives, like botanical alternatives, even like NA wine now, CBD drinks. I mean, there's just so many other options aside from these highly sugary drinks or water um, or juice uh, tends to be an option sometimes. So just really giving you know people the this elevated option uh, when out with their friends at bars and restaurants. So beverage makers are kind of seeing a trend, right? Or there wouldn't be such thing as 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 this many options. Uh, what yeah. what is what is this trend? Yeah, yeah, it's incredible, honestly. And I mean, it's it's been a little overwhelming even to see all of the different choices out there now. Um, I think there's just you know, and what we talk about a lot with our app is like there's this culture shift happening and the sentiments around drinking and partying and what it means to have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's just really 
fueling that um, that momentum with this industry in general and, you know, the community of um, whether it's somebody choosing for their second or third drink to find one of these options, or maybe they're, maybe they're sober, maybe they're not drinking because of a health um, related condition, right? There are so many reasons. And the fact that these brands are kind of seeing that there's a culture shift happening, they're really, um, you know, becoming creative with the, with the offerings that they have is I think the biggest thing. It's they're really creative, intentional mm-hmm. offerings that, that these brands are making. Yeah. And we're really hoping to be a part of that culture shift. And I think we are a part of that culture shift in the sense of finding the opportunities to showcase these brands also, right? That's a huge um, uh, goal of ours is really getting these amazing brands in the hands of people who are looking for these NA alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of our, um, uh, social content is like doing actual giveaways where we've been receiving a lot of amazing, uh, products from different brands. And we really want to just like elevate these brands. That's kind of like a big part of, of our mission is, is showcasing that there are some incredible options out there. Yeah, we just came out of uh, what a lot of people call dry January, and I've mm-hmm. heard of sober October, and and I think even dry July. You know, that's, oh yeah, a lot of rhymes. Lots yeah, of- <laughs> <laughs> like every month of the year, you you can figure out a reason not to drink. <laughs> Which is great because it creates an access point, you know, for people who maybe want to experience or you know test the waters of um, you know not drinking. Uh, and again, I think that's what's so great about these brands is it allows for a little bit of an easier transition mm-hmm. into not drinking. Um, and again, for whatever reason that might be from from a health reason, just wanting to, you know, experience it and, you know, have a whole month of not drinking. But these brands allow these kind of easier transitions into not drinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about shifting from just like, you know, if you're a big beer drinker and you, you know, you decide you want to do dry January having the alternative of an amazing beer that just happens to not be, you know, to have be non-alcoholic makes it so much easier to kind of like, again, transition into those different months. Yeah. They've come a long way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking today with Olivia and Sarah Sears, co-founders of the BuzzCut app. Now, what was the inspiration for BuzzCut and when did it come to life? Mm, yeah. So um, it was really informed by our own experience where we were looking to go out with friends, you know, be out in the world with our friends and our, our family um, and, you know, find places that when we arrived there, we would know that there would be options that we were interested in drinking. Right. Um, you know, I would spend a lot of time planning our our um, outings by looking at the store finders on different N.A. brands websites. Right. So typing in our zip code. Oh, if I knew I was going to be in North Portland, what bars in that area had athletic or had, you know, an N.A. spirit or whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, I was like, why isn't there a place that just aggregates all of these all of these different choices. Right. Um, and then I like when I was sleeping one night was like, Oh, what if there was an app? And then what if uh, it was called hmm. buzz buzz cut? Yeah. And it just kind of <laughs> happened from there. Ding, yeah. A light bulb goes off. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't drink at all. And so, you know, Liv would really help and go out of her way to find mm-hmm. uh, athletic is actually my favorite in a beer. And so we would just use their website as that resource. Um, and, you know, as, as I kind of got, I still really only drink athletic. I love that brand. Um, (laughs) But, you know, having the alternative and option though is like really exciting. And there's so many people who aren't, you know, big beer drinkers and want to want a great, a great mocktail or want CBD or what have you. And so having all those things in one place and within the app, people will be able to actually filter um, and choose these. There'll be like kind of a different list of uh, filter systems for 
choosing and finding the exact beverage you want. Um, so you'll be able to actually choose, like, I'm looking for NA beer, I'm looking for mocktails, I'm looking for CBD, I'm looking for other, which we call it could be like a mate or something along those lines. Um, but people will actually be able to filter that and find exactly what they're looking for um, nationally. So I'm sure developing the app, you've had to do a lot of research to find out which restaurants and bars have non-alcoholic beverages. How has that been going? For sure. Yeah, that was originally what we were um, going to take the approach of is looking at the restaurants. But then we realized that, you know, it's more it's kind of more powerful to work with the N.A. brands themselves. Where are they distributed? Um, You know, what are their stockist lists look like? You know, do they have regional or national distribution? So we're actually partnering with the non-alcoholic brands themselves um, to to build out the app. Uh, So we're building a lot of really powerful partnerships with those brands. Um, We kind of started, understandably, with like a Portland Pacific Northwest focus. But there are so many incredible brands out there that we're really excited to be connecting with um, on, on social media and email and everything. Yeah. And, and you're hoping to take this app national, right? Yeah, it's going we'll to be, be a national. national app. Mm-hmm. We'll be national at launch. Um, so we're kind of just gathering all of the information on all of those different brands um, nationally, where they're distributed, and we'll be able to um, have basically any place that serves an NA brand. Um, we will have in our app nationally. Very cool. What communities yeah. do you hope to impact locally and nationally? <laughs> Yes, that's a really good question. Uh, so we're we're really finding that, um, I mean, obviously the app is for anyone and we really want to make that more of our um, more of our focus is, you know, we're not isolating any specific communities. Uh, we're really focused on, obviously, there's a sober and recovery community that can benefit, but, you know, all sorts of people who have an opportunity to explore what a night without alcohol or switching to that third drink as an NA beer, like, what does that feel like, you know, and uh, creating access points. So, I mean, there's definitely a focus on um, like a broader community in that sense. Um, We've got a lot of different messages and DMs and I mean, all sorts of outreach from people saying, sharing with us how how this app will impact their lives. Um, So we're, we're really excited to just continue to expand and evolve the communities. Yeah, and one thing we are looking to do when and if the app becomes profitable is actually uh, we'll be um, essentially what's the word we're using, uh, giving back uh, a percentage of the profits to uh, the, the recovery community as well as the LGBTQIA plus community, which often intersects. So that is a huge mission of ours. Again, we, you know, when and if um, we become profitable, we'll be looking to uh, really drive back to the community in that way um, because we really do, you know, want to want to kind of be for the community by the community. I don't think it's a matter of if, it's, it's a matter of when. I think yes. this sounds like a great, a great uh, business plan. It's, it just sounds like a fantastic thing. We're talking with Olivia and Sarah Sears, co-founders of the BuzzCut app. Now, when do you hope to launch? When is this app launching? When, when can I use it? Yeah, so we're uh, targeting for June as a launch, uh, launch month. Um, we're kind of just moving through the different design and app development phases with the developer that we're working with. Um, and, you know, we'll have a lot of details to share on a launch event that we're really excited to be planning for June. We just had a really successful event um, 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 end of January that drove like just a, uh, it was just a massive community success. We had over okay. 300 people there and we're really excited to kind of uh, replicate that for our June launch. That's pretty great. That's exciting. That's only, that's not too far away. I know it's going to be here before we know it. <laughs> what what kind of background do you both have in developing an app like this? 
Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, my background is all on the creative advertising side. So uh, when, you know, Buzzcut became a thing, I was like, let's make a brand immediately. Uh, so for me, it's all about, you know, what does it look like? What does it feel like? How does it engage with the consumers we're reaching to? How does it make them feel? Um, and, you know, the, the brand itself is really meant to have this layer of optimism, of warmth, of high energy, joy, of joy, because we want Buzzcut to be, again, like a part of that culture shift of showcasing that it can be just as fun to not drink as it is to drink um, when you're going out with friends or, again, having the option to switch to NA and still have a good time uh, is really at the forefront of the energy of the brand. But yeah, my entire background is all um, creative direction and uh, visual communications. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, I'm just, I'm on the mobile, um, mobile uh, advertising side. So I have, you know, experience adjacent to, to brand, uh, to mobile apps and, and, you know, mobile marketing. Um, and I'm also in like client service. So I have a lot of, you know, experience with, um, you know, the communication side. So I'm really managing those partnerships that we're building with the NA brands, which I just love. <laughs> yeah. You say you've been working with the brands mostly, but uh, have you talked to and worked with local establishments, restaurants and bars and what, what's their feedback? Yeah, yeah, we've gotten a lot of messages from local um, Portland bars and restaurants because they're just there. And, and yeah, actually abroad, nationally as well, um, because they're all really excited and want to make sure, you know, oh, we've made a really intentional um, choice to make this mocktail menu or to to uh, serve these NA beers. So please make sure we're included. So there's just been a lot of excitement around, you know, making sure that they're that they're able to showcase the options that they've been intentional about including. Yeah. It's been really nice. Yeah. And you're a queer owned, women owned business. What has yeah. that journey been like? Mm, yeah. Um, I think honestly, it's been really powerful to see the support from like the queer community, the LGBTQIA community. We've gotten tons of messages just through the lens of like, you know, I, I like we spoke to earlier, you know, there's a there's definitely like an intersection of um, uh, marginalized communities and the impact that um, alcoholism, recovery, you know, all of those kind of topics have um, on, on those communities. So, you know, it's that much more powerful for us, for us to have feedback from those folks that have experienced this firsthand and will immediately feel, you know, an impact of an app like this, a tool like this in their lives. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so great. And Sarah, you're, you're, um, you haven't drank for a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't uh, drank in almost three years. And so, you know, it's a, um, obviously as we've been chatting about, that is a huge part of, of uh, what, you know, really brought this app to fruition and uh, to, to the forefront. And I think that what's so important to us too, is just driving back to the fact that, you know, it, it is for people who do not drink, but it is also for people who do drink, um, you know, and I think that's such an important part of the app is that we really just want to, again, create a very inclusive um, and a, a very big like access point for anyone who wants to experience or explore um, NA beverages. Why do you suppose it's uh, you feel a little self conscious when you go out and you and you don't want to drink, but you want to go out and have a good time, and you 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 feel peer pressure? Or what what is that? What what is that? Yeah, I think so. We actually recently went to this amazing event uh, called How to Party Sober. And it was led by um, people in the industry, like DJs, bartenders, and such. 
Um, and they are kind of constantly at this place of being offered beverages, like alcoholic beverages. And one thing that we found was interesting was that if you if you have a beverage in your hand, you're much less likely to get offered an alcoholic beverage. And so that's another really cool thing about this app and about having uh, and knowing that you can find an NA alternative is that it's all about just like if someone doesn't see something in your hand that is presumably a, a fun beverage, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, there, there's like this instinct to offer that to someone because I think there's this societal pressure that drinking makes things more fun. Right. And so I think that is kind of where a lot of it stems from. Mm-hmm. And so having an NA drink in your hand allows you to feel included in the, uh, in the experience and also allows for perhaps the people around you to not feel as awkward that you aren't drinking. Um, (laughs) and so, you know, I think it, it all comes down to just like how alcohol has been advertised and placed within our society as kind of this, like you needed to have fun. And I think one of our main goals as Buzzcut, and again, this goes back to the energy of the brand is to showcase that that's just not true. Right. It's like, you can go out and, and be the life of the party and, and be and party sober, party sober. Right. <laughs> and so I think the, it all comes back down to like being a part of this amazing culture shift that, you know, you don't have to go out and have several drinks to have a great night that you could have one or two and switch to an NA beverage and have a great night or that you don't have to drink at all. Why do you, you've obviously been doing a lot of research around this. Why do you suppose there, what is this culture shift? Why is it happening? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it has, I think it's a really complex question because, um, uh, you know, I think during the pandemic, um, especially a lot of light was shed on, on folks relationship with a lot of different things that they normally didn't have time to sit with, uh, in the, in their home, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think it really stemmed from that moment, um, of being at home. What are the tools that we're using to, to cope and to, to process and to, you know, to deal with all that was going on in the, in the world. Right. Um, I think coming out of that, people just were kind of looking for ways to reevaluate how, how they're going through life. Um, and, you know, understanding their relationship with things like alcohol and, and, um, you know, what does wellness mean to me? What does, um, mental health mean to me and how do all those things intersect? So I think that, you know, coming out of the pandemic is, is really the, the kind of jumping off point. And, and, you know, there's just been such momentum that's built since then. Yeah. And I think that also like generationally, the idea of wellness has shifted, especially if you think about just like the shift of mental health and how that's mm-hmm. had a lot of light shined upon it around the removal of like stigma around therapy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that is all kind of intersected, right? I think that at one point, being in therapy meant something much different than what being in therapy means now, which is that you're taking care of your mental health. And so I think it's a part of those types of shifts where, again, we're like reevaluating the stigmas around taking care of your body, taking care of your mind. Um, And so I I do think that's also a big part Mm -hmm. of it that maybe was propelled in the time of the, of the um, pandemic. uh, pandemic. Yeah. Well, you've got some great insights. That's, that's fantastic. We've done Um, done a lot of research. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think studies have shown too, that people drank a lot more during the pandemic to kind of cope yes. with that stress and perhaps out of boredom, you know, you're, you're, oh, you're really? not going out anymore. So, Hey, I just get a box of wine and sit at home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's like, again, it comes all back to that. The intention is not to, you know, have people 
choose not to drink ever. It's just like, you should have the option to go out and enjoy your time and not have to feel that the societal pressures are driving you to, to have to drink, you know? What do you say to people that play devil's advocate a little bit and say, well, there's always non-alcoholic drinks. There's, there's diet Coke, there's club soda. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at like a menu in, in a lot of places, the, the options for drinking are very different than the options for not drinking. I, we like to think about this movement as similar to um, what the like vegan and vegetarian movement was, you know, 10 years ago, you know, you look at a menu, there's a salad, like great, you know, <laughs> it's the same, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you know, we, it's like everyone should have a proper amount of like exciting choices that make it enjoyable. It's not just checking off a box. It's like enjoyable options that aren't just, you know, the salad or the equivalent, I guess would be like one of those old school, um, NA beers that taste very different than beer. Near beer. Was it near beer or something? Yeah. (laughs) I think what you said about just the contrast of scale, like when you look in a menu, right. And you, and you get a drinks menu and you see there's like 10 different whiskeys, 20 different vodkas, you know, and then you get to the NA section and it's like Coca-Cola products. Yeah. 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 And and it's kind of like, I think that mere contrast of like Mm -hmm. scale of like how much energy we put into the amount of uh, alcoholic options you have, like, why wouldn't there's like, why is there not as equal amount or at least mm-hmm. an eighth of amount yeah. of having, you know, fun in alternatives um, just like you would have as many alcoholic alternate or uh, options. And mocktails today are very different than say the Shirley temple of the years gone by, you know, they're, these are really sophisticated craft cocktails. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And a local brand, Pacific Northwest founded, um, or even Oregon founded, Wilderton has been really leading the charge on that just because they have such diverse, um, really beautifully flavored drinks that, you know, the, the, um, the bar that we hosted our uh, fundraiser launch at Victoria, North Portland carries these products, you know, carries for bitter, for worse, carries Wilderton and, and makes these, you know, intentional craft cocktails with these products. And that's just like, it's people get really excited to see those brands and those options on a menu. Yeah. Yeah, And one really cool thing we're seeing too, that's I think more new is this um, uptick in, in a mocktail pairings with food. Mm. And again, it's like, why, you know, why, why can't there be in a pairings with food? Because you could argue that there are just as many flavors that are non-alcoholic that pair beautifully with food as alcohol does. Right. Mm -hmm. So we love seeing this kind of, there's been actually Wilderton, I think just hosted or athletic. I forget who, but yeah, there's, there's these brands that are partnering with local restaurants in Portland, for example, I'm sure it's happening in other cities, but you know, we're seeing like these tastings and these four course, you know, prefix that are based around NA cocktails, which is really cool. Yeah. What's what's your long-term vision for the Buzzcut app? Mm, Yeah. Um, so at launch, we're going to be really focused on just the feature, right. Of finding the, the NA drinks. So typing in your zip code, having one giant store finder essentially, but longer term, we're really excited for like our phase two and phase three, which will be an emphasis on community. So being able to, um, you know, have your 
your um, favorites lists of like, you know, oh, I loved going here for, you know, that night out for, um, for a bachelorette party, or I loved going to this bar over here because they had a lot of options for this other occasion, you know, and like finding different ways to um, emphasize, you know, um, that you, it doesn't have to be just for you. It's like for you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, what other community things have we talked about? Um, yeah, there's going to be, um, a lot more get togethers that we'll be planning, um, like actual in-person events. Uh, currently we're playing around with the idea of actually, we just posted, uh, to hear from our community of what they're excited about from Mm -hmm. like a actual event perspective. So, um, as Liv mentioned with the launch party or excuse me, with the launch in June, we'll be looking to kind of, um, create an actual, uh, event that will be a part of that launch party. Right now we're playing with the, the idea of either a silent disco um, or even, uh, some kind of block party, something like that, that again, I think there's going to be a lot of events to come. Uh, we'd love mm-hmm. to make that a more regular thing outside mm-hmm. of Portland. We're looking at Chicago, LA, New York. Um, so definitely some events coming up too. Mm-hmm. Super cool. So in the last little bit we have here, tell me, uh, when the launch will be, where I can find it and where I can find some more information on you guys. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the most um, the most up to date will be always on our Instagram feed. Um, we post a lot of fun content there about our events, about what we're working on. Um, we're you know we're proudly really transparent with the with the fundraising that we're doing and um, and the fact that all of the funds from our fundraiser and from our you know our our swag sales, all of that is going directly towards the app developer um, building the app for June. Um, we also have a website. Um, it's Buzzcut Two Z's Two T's dot co. Um, we have a newsletter too that you can sign up for there. Um, lots of great information on the on the website. And then our Indiegogo is where our fundraiser is being held. So if you you know if you or people you know will really you know um, find value in a tool like this, um, we're we're really excited to be a grassroots uh, focus. Um, you know with the with the community involvement of of fundraising. Um, and then lastly, um, actually I think that covered it. <laughs> Well, this will be a great addition to any community, especially our community. You know, this is going to be great. Let's talk yeah. again once the once the app launches, can we? That'd yeah, absolutely. That'd June, June, we'll, we'll be there. Okay. Well, thanks, you guys. We've been talking today with Olivia and Sarah Sears, co-founders of the BuzzCut app. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, thanks for Gary. having us. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.